Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming to you Friday afternoon with a call sheet review and weekend preview. Uh, before I dive into some call sheets, I want to talk about a movie I saw this morning called American Assassin. I've been waiting on this. Uh, to my dismay, it was not in D-Box. Uh, it was in D-Box last night, but I couldn't do it. Uh, last night because I had to babysit the site, and then today I find out it's not in D-Box. a little annoyed because you know I like my seats to rock and roll uh, when I'm watching a movie. But I did go see it on in, like, I guess a normal recliner-type theater or whatever, and I absolutely loved it. It delivers on everything you see in the trailers. It is great. And, and who would have thunk it? Dylan O'Brien is a legitimate badass. He's sh in shape and ripped and can do MMA and is athletic and teams up with this hard ass, Michael Keaton looking quietly swole in his older age. I mean, hashtag workout goals when I'm like 60 something. And it's just, I mean, it, it is genre perfection, you know, black ops, uh, CIA type stuff, assassin killer type stuff. Basically. I mean, you've seen the trailers, basically this guy, uh, you know, he's a normal guy, uh, I guess a grad student at Brown is the backstory on him, loses his girlfriend uh, in a terrorist attack on, um, I believe, a Mexican beach, maybe, either Mexico or Thailand, I can't remember, uh, and, well, and after, shortly after proposing to her, and he just snaps, then flash forward 18 months later, and he's just been training for war, and he's infiltrated, like, a, a, a terrorist cell of, of the... Of the um, of the guy of the guys who you know killed him his girlfriend and shot him up <clears throat> and and then that basically is ends up being a, a a backwards recruiting tool to get him in with this guy stan hurley who's michael keaton's character who's like you know a, a veteran uh you know a, like a war veteran uh and lives out in the like, middle of nowhere virginia just training stone cold killers and assassins and it's the, the movie is just really cool it looks cool it doesn't feel cheap at all it was actually done what was it? i think it's a production budget of 33 million which is which is really good for cbs films cbs films i think produced this distributed by lionsgate uh, it doesn't feel like a $33 million movie. It, they, I mean, well, you know what? I mean, Dylan O'Brien is probably still fairly cheap, uh, and I'm, I'm still kind of at a loss at why it's tracking so poorly. Uh, I was checking on Deadline uh, this morning, and it says it's only tracking for $16 million. I mean, it's not terrible, but this feels like a summer thriller, and I think what C CBS uh, Films and Lionsgate kind of hedged their bets by sticking American Assassin in, you know, Hollywood's dumping ground, which is September, because Dylan O'Brien isn't a household name yet. Your teenage daughter might know who he is. Um, I don't have a teenage daughter, but if you have a teenage daughter, you know, she might know who he is, because he came up through uh, Teen Wolf and and the Maze Runner uh, films. There's two Maze Runners. And I saw the Maze Runner films. They were fine. But it's still kind of like, you know, kid on the verge of becoming a man type thing. This, he's a man. I mean, he's a young man. You know, they, you know, they make it sound like he dropped out of Brown. I have no, now the one thing they never really answer is where he gets all this money to be just training full time to become a killer. Oh, and here, oh, here's my baby. Here, here's, here's, you know, uh, hashtag bagels, you know, 1000 is uh, Sanaa Lathan. Love her. She plays his handler, Irene Kennedy, uh, her dad, trained with michael keaton's character so she's like 
you know, true to this life, and she sees something in Mitch. Mitch is Mitch is uh, Dylan O'Brien's character, and funny thing about Mitch is that even even despite his baby face, you know, and and he's polite enough when needs to be and stuff. It's just funny because uh, uh, it's just funny because he's yeah. I mean, what makes him part of a badass is that he doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't respect authority. Like he'll say the right things, but a bit of a smart ass wink. And when he's told, given a direct order, he never follows it. Never, ever, ever. So I can only just imagine, like, the training for this. The training, you know, must have been intense. I mean, he got himself in shit. Like, he's, I mean, he's, like, leg- I mean, he's not, like, overly swole, but he's just, like, he's he's swole enough. And a Stone Cold Killing Machine, the, the MMA stuff that he did, the training really shows. I mean, and that's what makes the character kind of interesting because he's kind of like a, uh, all right, I guess this is a, very bad comparison, but he's kind of like a new age James Bond type, minus any of the cool or the suave. He's just, uh, he's just like he's trained in hand to hand combat, very laser focused on on you know killing all the bad guys. You point him in the direction of the bad guy, he's ready to take them all out. It's great. Um, you've got like the whole MacGuffin type thing where you know that you're trying to get this uh, this plutonium you know uh, in play. They're, you know these bad guys trying to assemble a nuke. That's kind of like the big thing. And then also Taylor Kitsch plays uh, plays uh, Stan Hurley, Mike McKean's character's uh, old protege, who of course is one step ahead of them because he's you know knows all of their moves. It's it's just great. I don't under I honestly do not understand why this has gotten the 44 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. What, what, what's the latest? It's I mean it's just unfair. I mean that's why I've never really taken too much into account this whole bias against Rotten Tomatoes because while yes critics do look thirty six percent. What the fuck? What's wrong with you guys? Seventy one percent audience score. Even y'all are tripping on. This is why when I was when I was writing reviews, you know, uh, uh, when I was in the heyday of writing reviews, you know, about oh my god, almost a decade ago, I I always approached it like you know, re- reviewers, critics, we aren't the hand of God, you know, we have our biases, we know what we like, we're predisposed towards certain genres over others, like we're human, right? I don't get. Uh, moment out for Sana if you're watching this. Ah, love her. I don't understand why people don't I mean, and I, this was kind of like my hook and I kind of missed the blogger thing um, by by a few years, but I don't understand why why critics don't state their biases up front. I would state my biases my biases up front cuz I'd be like, "Look, mid-30s African American man who likes action flicks, you know, comedies, you know, whatever instead of kitty flicks, animal flicks and you know, typical, you know, Merchant Ivory Fair. I would let you, that's where I'm coming from. So a movie like American Assassin is, is like just mainlining dope for me. Just, I mean, it's just the raw shit. It's like, it's, I'm an addict for this shit. I could not stop smiling the entire time I was watching this film because this is everything I live for. I love this stuff. And, and yo, Dylan O'Brien, you are now anointed a certified badass. I believed your character 100%. I believed him 100%. I don't have any of this Teen Wolf baggage. Never really saw the show. Never saw the show at, at all. I do remember you from Maze Runner. You were fine in it. And the sequel, you were good in that too. But this one really made, made me take you seriously as like an action hero. And, and, and I just think it's, uh, I think this movie might just be a result of of release date politics because in it, because it's in uh, September it doesn't have this huge you know budget or price tag and mostly because he's a star you can get him for cheap um, I I just think I I feel 
really bad that it's probably going to get overlooked. I mean, he does really good work. He, you believe his character all the way through. They never, I mean, there are a few laughs in this movie because it's so intense, but generally they play it straight and I'm fine with it. I bought in uh, the, 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 some of the, the trade ca- craft, you know, isn't groundbreaking. You kind of think you're a step ahead of the movie, but it still has a few clever tricks up its sleeve. I like it. I think it's only it's only uh, detractor is that it probably gives away a little too much in the trailers. Um, I mean, it, it still has its surprises for you, but it, probably, it kind of gives away a little bit too much in the trailers. Uh, but otherwise, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the hell out of it. This is a good movie. This is fun. I will probably end up owning this movie or or having it at the top of my Netflix queue. It is, it's fun. You are, I mean, I like how they bring in the latest in tech, this whole AR, augmented reality uh, training and stuff is pretty cool. It's just, I, it's really, and Michael Cuesta is, let's look, look at Michael Cuesta real quick, because he's a bit of a badass himself. Like, he's got some really decent um, director credits. Now we want to see him as a producer. We want to see his directing. He directed this movie, 18 credits, he, Billions, uh, he did an episode on Billions, um, what's what's the one I really like? Kill the Messenger, highly underrated. That one starred Jeremy Renner um, as the as the was the Sacramento Bee reporter who kind of uh, brought about or who kind of uncovered uh, the CIA the CIA's drug war. Homeland. Okay, that's what it was. He's done several episodes of Homeland. Like looks like vintage Homeland too, like 2011, 2012. So the first two seasons. Uh, Elementary's fine. Uh, Dexter, yeah, I liked him. Uh, I guess he probably did some good stuff on Dexter. True Blood, Six Feet Under. Okay, so I guess he was mostly a TV director, but I do remember him from Kill the Messenger. I really like Kill the Messenger. No one really saw it. But, uh, man, American Assassin, I mean, if if for nothing else, this will be a really good a, a really good uh, calling card when he wants to get more action work. So hats off to you, uh, Michael Cuesta. Good shit. Really, really good shit. Okay, so that's my rant. I, I want y'all to go see American Assassin. I, uh, I, I can't. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It really. And Michael, and you know, and before I go, Michael Key, let's give it up for him. First of all, he is, he is, as the cliche goes on the hour-long pods with the tripod. He is an American treasure, but a national treasure. But seriously though, I mean, you, I mean, you, he's a badass. In this movie, he is goals. He is like old guy, you know. Goals. Yeah, there's there's Dylan O'Brien looking, you know, swolled up, buffed up, um, going at it in a uh, in in a uh, MMA training. It's just it's just really fun. Turn your brain off. Don't don't go into this expecting something it's not. It is really really good. Matter of fact, I think I'm gonna tweet at um I'm gonna tweet at our boy Chris Ryan because this this shit is lit. It is lit. I am here for it. I want them to cover it. It's great shit. All right, so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, you know, actually, no, let's do this in real time before I forget about it, because I will forget about this. Twitter.com. Chris Ryan is the guy who does the watch pod. Um, good pod. I enjoy it. Uh, but he needs to he needs to know about this film. Yeah, uh, and right now, here's our poll. Real time in our poll, 56% think it's going to do over $20 million. I hope so, but it's not tracking high enough. It just, it just is not. It really isn't. So, oh, uh, goodness. Um, what can I do? Uh... At Chris Ryan, <laughs> we're gonna do this in real time, y'all. Uh, if you love Narcos style action and drama, you will mainline this 
flick. It's everything. It says it's everything. It promotes itself to be and more. Okay, there we go. So for those listening at home, I just tweet at Chris Ryan of the Watch Pod. They tend to amplify a lot of really good shit. They really love their movies and stuff. This is definitely not an Andy Greenwald movie. That's his partner on the Watch uh, uh, podcast. But Chris Ryan would love this. So my tweet to Chris Ryan is, if you love Narcos-style action and drama, you will mainline this flick. It's everything it promotes itself to be and more. There we go. All right. So hopefully that will get his attention. But uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, so, all right, back to the matter at hand. Let's go. Let's see some call sheets. Let's see some call sheets. So I'm off my soapbox. American Assassin. Really, really enjoyed this movie. I think you guys will too. Okay, so uh, all right, so feature presentations is where we live and breathe. During these recap pods, I'll try to keep it short since I kind of gushed <laughs> on some American Assassins uh, or Amer- on American Assassin. Uh, okay, so oh, you know, let's start with my call sheet. So I'll show you what I was thinking. Allegedly, I've got the same call sheet as Gamble Twenty Four X Seven because I guess us po- poker players we just share a hive mind. Uh, okay, so uh, obviously the 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 play du jour. I mean, I don't know what you're doing if you don't have this on your call sheet. You have to have a headliner stack of it because, like you know, like it says right here, it looks like it's gonna do at least fifty five million the second weekend. Um, since all the actors it costs the same and at a hefty price tag of twenty five thousand, and to be honest with you, I probably could have even actually increased the the salary this week, only because the difference between this and the next movie is going to be so great. I was optimistic for American Assassin, but it's just not tracking high enough. I I really hope word of mouth spreads in this movie. It's a really good movie. Um, all right, anyways, so it tracking fifty five million. For the weekend with our headliners, it should be about 77 points each. And then and then I just started looking around. I started looking around. What's out there? What is left? What's the best of the rest? No, I mean, no really good openers wide other than American Assassin, which, to be honest with you, I priced out of our range. It's going to be a Sophie's Choice. You're going to have American Assassin. You're going to have it. You can't have both. Or if you do have both, you're really going to be missing on the on the points you need for that extra headliner from it. I experimented with some on some of the the smaller contests. It's it's just not happening. So so you can't afford to have your headliner stack of it and and an American Assassin. So I started rooting out outside American Assassin. What is going to bring in some points? And there we go. Now we start looking into what is going to give us the best replacement value. And it is just, it's a dumpster fire out there, y'all. It is terrible this week. I mean, everything new is open either too small or, or is going to be of consequence. Because of Gracia, Gracia, I don't know what that's going to do on 34 screens. The Wild Wedding, I don't even know if it's tracking this weekend. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking dumpster fire. So Mother seems like it might have some heat on it. When you go to HSX, or a little prognosticator, uh, that's the Hollywood Stock Exchange, and and in there, and the way they keep, the way they run their their game, each dollar in value translates to. Can we can we go? There we go. Each dollar uh, in in, uh, in in each dollar in their game translates to a million dollars in box office. This thing is actually slid. This was actually I think fourteen million 
ish, 12 million, 14 million when I checked a couple days ago. Now it's down to 10 million. So Mother's not going to do any, it's not going to do what we think it's going to do, even despite the star power of Jennifer Lawrence. And to be honest with you, I fault marketing. What the hell is this movie? Let's take a look, quick look at, uh, at Mother real quick. Oh, that's a really cool picture of American Assassin right there. That's, that's boss. Um, all right, so let's take a look at Mother real quick, because what is this movie? I have no idea. Uh, by the way, American Assassin it is totally sequel ready. Like, like they don't lead into what it is, but it definitely could be a sequel. I promise you. Um, so, I have. What is going on in this movie? It's just, I mean, I get there must be some really big secret or some really big, you know, reveal to the point it's incoherent. The marketing strategy is is nuts. And as a marketing professional, I don't know what it is about. All I know, it's got J-Law. I mean, you know, she's great. We love J Jennifer Lawrence. I'm a huge fan. I just have no idea what the hell she's doing in this movie. And also, I don't do horror. So you're not going to at least tell me what the horror is going to be. Like, like with Split, one of the rare horror-ish horror movies, uh, psychological thrillers I've, I've, I've been to recently, at least that gave you an idea what you're in for without giving away some of its best parts. Here, I have no idea what this movie's about. So, uh, so in looking around for replacement value, I just figured go with what you know to an extent. Oh, this is the Thursday report. Let's go back to uh, the projections. Projections, the weekend forecast from Box Office Pro had – get there – had about what I thought, uh, $50 million for it, which I actually think is kind of low. $55 million sounds more right, even to $60 million. American Assassin, ridiculously low. This – I mean, 16 million might may bore me bore me up, but word of mouth has to. I don't know. I mean, I I just had too good of a time. If you're in for those type of movies, you're gonna love American Assassin. I just have to feel like the word's going to spread. So, if you're looking at if you know we can't afford American Assassin, Mother's only tracking about nine or ten million. What's left for us? Home again. All right, 5.4 million isn't anything to write home about. 5.4 points, but you're essentially looking at five to seven points as replacement value. So, I figure if I can even get six points out of Home Again, especially ever at our headliners, you're looking at 8.4 points. Boom. That's that's where that's my my mini stack right here. So, so and so I I went with a four pack of Home Again. Because does it is kind of pricey considering what's left over after you spent half of your of your budget on it, and then and then I and then the best of the rest, I figured out somewhere around the the key grip that a three pack of Viceroy's House plus a headliner stack, uh, or plus a, being having two of it being a headliner stack, plus also any old Dunkirk would do the job because you know what, you know what I love? I, I live for these things. Your theater count average, your per theater average for these films. I mean, when you're picking through, you see a $3,000 per screen average and Viceroy's house is going up to – is going up to 112 screens. If you figure if it drops down to 2,500 per screen on 112 screens, you're looking at – 280,000 are almost three points. So that really is the best of the rest. And then Dunkirk, uh, dipping down into limited. So, you know, get it how you live there. Also, uh, uh, here's a note. Here's the editor's note. I messed up. Leap actually stayed at 2416. 
uh, or, or, or just reduced down to only 24.16. I thought it actually dip into limited release. It actually was in wide release, and I missed that change. So my bad. Anyone who has uh, an actor from Leap, and I know there are at least a few, uh, you will get limited points for what's essentially a wide release. Hooray for you. Downside for you is that Leap kind of sucks. Uh, per screen average... Leap only did, there he goes, Leap did 2.4 million last weekend, but only on 908 screens. So I'm assuming it's going to go down to about maybe, best case scenario, 700 a screen. On 2,400 screens, you're looking at 1.69 million or essentially three points some change. It's not going to give you what you want to give you. So my apologies, that's an error on my part. Um, if that is a difference maker, my apologies. Because that theater lock and once theater run started, I saw it was limited and that one slipped through the cracks, my bad. But either way, I like Dunkirk's chances because look at Dunkirk if we're doing that whole per theater average thing. Dunkirk, Dunkirk, 882 per screen. Awesome. And it's on 1,700 screens. What's it on? 1,478 screens. I mean, although this is an actual pure uh, limited release, 1,478 screens, so 880, so it's almost 900 screens. So let's say that drops down to 750 a screen. because That still has some staying power some way, somehow. 1.1 million, yeah, so essentially 2.2 points, you know. It, you know, we could do worse. Anyways, I like this strategy. This strategy, uh, I think, will be a top three call sheet, to be honest with you. Um, but I am curious to see what else is out there. Okay, so that's enough of me getting high on my own supply. Uh, and I just to double check, Gamble24x7 said he had the same strategy. Yep, he had the same exact strategy. God, get out of my head, man. Get, uh, uh, the, the poker player hive mind is in full effect. Um, all right, let's take a look. Let's take a look at Jay Devlin. Thought we might have him for this podcast today. Apparently not. So of course the rigor it headliner stack, and he went with okay. This is interesting. He went with a hitman's bodyguard headliner stack. It's not a bad play. What was Box Office Pro? Okay, Box Office Pro actually put it at two point four five million. Eh. It's not a great play, only because if they're only if it's staying wide, which I do believe, yeah, it's super wide, 3,200 screens. Who's seeing this movie on that many screens? Let's look at the, look at the per screen average. This is bananas. Who's seeing this movie on that many screens? I don't understand. Um, and like I mentioned last week's or this week's pod, I did see it. I enjoyed it fine. Um, but 1,400 per screen. Ah. Uh, well, if you assume it drops to what, maybe a thousand per screen on on thirty two hundred screens, three point two seven. Eh, I guess not bad. I guess you can expect or hope for about three points some change, so about three point three points with the headliner bonus, four point six two points. It's not bad. I don't hate the play. I just it's just a little pricey. Um, and he only did headliners. So that's good. Atomic Blonde has got to be out of gas at this point, but at this point, you're just kind of, you know, it's stars and scrubs, so, you know, beggars can't really be choosers. This isn't a bad play. I might have, I think I might have done some, 
an atomic blonde or two on the lower levels, on the lower contests. And then Daniel Craig is a headliner from Logan Lucky, which I thought was that was originally giving me my play, but I looked at the per screen average and just wasn't impressed. I mean, where's it going to go from here? $771 per screen on 2,100 screens. So that so when that drops, when that drops to 1,400 screens, assuming maybe 550 per screen, even being generous, let's say it's 600 per screen, 1401, yeah, 840,000 in a limited release, that's barely a point and some change, point and a half. So I think, I mean, I understand why he went there. I just don't know if it's going to give him the returns he wants. But, you know, that's Jay Devlin. He's a strong player. He still might be able to squeak out another you know, uh, another cash out of that call sheet. Uh, let's take a look at just a few more because I kind of went overboard with my with my uh, love of American Assassin. Uh, Cornell Westside, the WBW, Kevin Garnett, he had – he almost had a star-studded call sheet. He had 9 out of 10 headliners, it headliner stack, Spider-Man headliner stack. That's that's a, not a bad move. I took a long look at that. Um, Wind Rivers, not a bad play, headliner from that. Uh, James McAvoy headlining Atomic Blonde. Uh, a kidnap headliner, which, I mean, I know we're punting here, but you could probably do a little better with your punt. I don't think that movie's going to draw flies anymore. Uh, Tulip Fever, same thing. Uh, and then non-headliner Bill Skarsgård from Atomic Blonde doing double duty as a headliner on it. And Channing Tatum, headliner Logan Lucky, not bad. I don't know. This is – I mean, outside of my strategy, I, I'm, I've yet to find another one that I really love this week. But uh, this hodgepodge might keep it in contention for a lower cash. Uh, let's take a look at, you know, it's been a while since we got into mom. Let's go to mom, Claudette Jackson, the draft mom. See what she was thinking this week. Yeah, she's screwed. She has only one it headliner and then a hodgepodge. Three pack of poster boys. Uh, ugh, not even a headliner stack from Viceroy's house. Mom, if you're going to do two Viceroy's and have a thousand dollars left over, you know, get you a headliner, mom. Did I? Have you learned anything? Um, the mother headliner, actually not a headliner stack. She actually could have. Oh my mother! Oh no. Okay, sorry. Three pack from from mother, including a headliner stack. So that's good. Good job. My bad, mom. Um, and so three pack from headliner. Uh, two pack from Viceroy's house with only one headliner. Woody Harrelson headlining Glass Castle. And then the headliner, yeah, mom, this is probably gonna keep you out of the money because basically, when you're looking to substitute it, you need to figure out if it's worth the. Is there enough replacement value for a headliner of it of essentially 77 points? Is there 77 enough points outside of that other headliner plus enough value in other actors to replace that 77 points and the marginal value, the, mar the marginal replacement value of everyone else that's going to have actors on their call sheet that aren't headliners from it. So just, I don't know, just think about that if you can. Let's think about that for a minute. Okay, it's, what else? Um, ma, 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 ma. What else, what else, what else? Uh, and then also, let's take a look at, 
take a look at ring balls. He's usually a strong player. Here we go. It headliner stack. Yeah, so he, oh, he went all in. One, two, three, four, five, six. A six-pack from Atomic Blonde and a mother headliner and Spider-Man. Non-headliner. This is an intriguing call sheet. Let's I'm I feel like I've missed the train or the boat on Atomic Blonde. Are they seeing something I'm not? Let's see, so 744 per theater average last weekend. Let's say it drops down to 600. How many screens is it going to be on? It is on 267 screens. Okay, so you're getting about 160,000. Even if you round up and you get two, I still like my, my call for having uh, some home again actors on this one. Although this would be very interesting to see if you can get like a bunch of two point two point actors, will that be enough to kind of combat my home again actors? I don't know. Not too sure, but I don't know. But I'm interested to see where the strategy goes because it seems like there were several players this week who had the same strategy. They're all in on Atomic Blonde, getting a little bit of Spider-Man Homecoming, which if you can afford it is is the limited release you want. I couldn't afford it, so that's why I went, went down to, to Dunkirk. Uh, and then the mother headliner is interesting. I don't think it's going to do what you want it to do. All right. And so, yeah, so I've already gone on too long for what's supposed to be a micropod. It is Friday. Go live your lives, damn it. You know what to do, damn it. Uh, namely, you need to, I mean, you, need, you know what you need to go do. Just make sure you go do it. American Assassin, damn it. I'm standing for this because I just hate it when snobby-ass critics come in expecting everything to be war and peace. Or not even war and peace. Expecting everything to be, I don't know, you know Schindler's List or something. Or, or if you want to stay in genre because they know what they're getting into genre-wise. They, they expect everything to be, you know, I don't know. What's the best uh, action flick of all time? I don't, it's hard to say. I don't know. Uh, Terminator 2? I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's... It's just really good, really good stuff. Dylan O'Brien, you're on my watch list now. Uh, I'm curious to see where you go from here. If you go for the action side, or if you go for, you know, uh, uh, you know, a blend. I mean, it seems like you are kind of gearing up for action stuff. And you know what? You're you're a young cat, early twenties. Live your life. You're young. You've got a high metabolism. Enjoy it while it lasts. But you know, you're on you're on the watch list. You know, so everybody go see American Assassin this weekend. And if not that. You know, uh, def oh, definitely tell all your friends about Cinema Draft. Have them sweat your results in. Uh, there may not, there may not be uh, our updates throughout the weekend like we would normally have, but you know, definitely uh, look for the, the the hand scoring at the end. And between now and then, why don't you go see a movie or something, like American Assassin. <laughs>